Okay, so this is going to be episode three of moving out of my parents' house, and it was originally a vlog, but it's going into podcast form because it was a lot of work. Okay, so it's going to podcast form or sound form because um, because it's a lot of work, you know, carrying that camera around everywhere I go. So, and a lot of editing. And with podcasts, or with this, I think it's going to be a lot easier. I just put it on the web. So, what's going on now, moving out of my parents you know, moving out of my parents' house by 2020, let's see, I'm getting some traction with, uh, with, uh, my business, I had my first two, uh, customers, um, uh, or clients, I should say, with, uh, um, with my business, with my, with my social media marketing business, um, I had my first client, She's in Palm Desert, and I had my second client who we haven't done anything yet, but he's agreed for me to come on and help him. He's right next door to my first client, and one's a furniture store, one's an art, and one's a art gallery, uh, one's an art gal, uh, an art gallery, and and yeah, so I have those two clients. I have a part-time job on the weekends now, uh, you know, um, for. Um, doing a doing the twirling the signs 10 10 hours on the weekends and then I just got I actually just got fired from my second job dishwashing job only only 12 hours a week 2 hours a day um yeah that one working for for that dude was a little he's a he's a ch- some type of asian uh guy and um yeah he he's i think he kind of has um he needs somebody who's really fast and here's 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 his here's his thing that's going on with him is that um he wanted me to work from 7:30 to 9:30 um every day except for Tuesdays and um and uh and if I didn't finish the work on time, I would have to, I wouldn't have to, but he would want me to stay until I finished the the work. And, um, and uh, I wouldn't get paid for anything past the two hours. So that's like, the thing is, is that he had, you would have to be, it's, I'm not sure. I, I can, the thing is, I can tell he has, he has people coming in and just going out. Because he said, if you can't, if it doesn't work out, it's fine. I can tell. The way he wants to do business, you know, it might work, but it seems like there's not a lot of people, you know, it seems like people are just going and leaving it, leaving his place. Maybe he found someone new, though. Who knows? Um, uh, yeah, but now I got another job cleaning some businesses, like, places with, like, um, businesses, uh um, I guess you can call it, uh, like chimneys and that's only gonna be three hours, like three hours once every week, but I'll be getting paid, I guess it's 25 bucks for every hour. Hopefully I can get more than, uh, you know, maybe two days of that. Um, and then what I'm re- the way I'm really trying to make money is through these, through the business. And, uh, you know, I, I need to make, see the, I'm working for these clients for free, these first two clients, so I can just gain some experience, you know, in this, in this business and um so these first two clients are free and now I'm trying to get my content on the internet and you know get clients um you know that way and uh you know I think things are coming on coming along you know I think the big thing is is that I have to be patient I keep hearing that from like I listen to uh advice from people that uh, are pretty successful in, in these types of things like Gary Vee. Gary, 
like I guess Gary Vee's like built his dad's wine company and you know started VaynerMedia and is now like I guess like 400 million dollar company or something like that I don't know either way I listen to him he seems like a smart guy so I listen to him and and yeah so that's where I am right now and I decided you know I I do this you know I do uh I do um I do podcast form instead of uh instead of you know vlog vlog I, vlog was editing my stuff was so hard it was it was freaking crazy anyways that's my introduction um look at that fucking pimple on my fucking bridge of my nose jesus fucking christ anyway yeah that's what's going on with me um something i want to touch on is uh the raiders getting Antonio Brown from the Steelers for a third and a fifth round pick. What is up with that? Like, Jesus Christ. Um, I know he was a big distraction in in, uh, in Pittsburgh, but, like, wow, like, you know, um, being able to pick him up for that. I know we have to give him that big contract, but, you know, I'm I'm down for it. I'm like, one thing I've been hearing is that Coach Gruden wants to test Derek Carr to see if he's uh to see if he's the Raiders quarterback moving forward, which I think we'll be able to tell from this. Now that we have Antonio Brown, I I what what I heard is that we traded Mari Cooper because he didn't fit the system. And I think it's true. You know, we didn't target I feel like we didn't target Mari Cooper because he wasn't aggressive enough when in term in terms of being able to um play body to body against cornerbacks you know uh I feel like he was good at getting open but he wasn't good he wasn't good when other corners were he wasn't aggressive enough aggressive enough you know and if you if somebody would if you know corners would really body him and you know pressure him I feel like he wouldn't do as good um that's why I feel like Antonio Brown is that type of player you know if you're like up close to him and you're on him he'll be just as aggressive and you know push you back whereas Amari Cooper you know he wouldn't back down but he wouldn't be as aggressive to push back you know to the to a cornerback so now that we have Antonio Brown I think we can really see if Derek Carr is our quarterback moving to the future and I gotta say I have to say that I believe in Derek Carr he I was there in 2014 when he got drafted. I saw him from the beginning. Um, I saw him beat out that quarterback that one year. The starter, I think Schwab, was it Matt Schwab, I think. He beat out that, I think he beat out Matt Schwab after we gave him like a big deal. I remember that because I went to San Diego to visit my brother with my mom and my, my younger brother. And I remember being super excited about it. Yeah, we got Matt Schwab. We paid him all this money. And Derek Carr beat him out. And, um... I was there since the beginning, and I seen him every year. He did. He wasn't freaking phenomenal the first year, but he freaking. You can see that he was a winner. You can see that he was making the plays down the field. You know, you can see he was he was making it happen. He wasn't perfect, but he was making it. You can see if he kept getting better, he would. He would. He'd be able to become a really good quarterback. I would say maybe like if PFF ranked him. He'd be like, I don't know, 85, you know, percent, 8.0, 85.0, you know, player. And um, I believe in Derek. Uh, every year he's gotten better since, you know, he's gotten better every year from that 2014 season until he got hurt, you know, in that uh, game in the Colts um, right before the playoffs in week 17, I think it was. And, um, and I think, you know, he had this down season because... He got hurt. You know, one thing I heard was that quarterbacks usually don't come back very, uh, very good the year after getting hurt. You know, you you feel kind of vulnerable in terms of, you know, if you're it's if it's your knee, you know, you feel like you're gonna hit get hit on your knee again, and you're gonna get hurt again. And you know, after you shake off that first year, you kind of uh, you kind of get back to your old rhythm, and I think he can get back to his old rhythm, especially seeing the pro the progression from his earlier from his uh you know 14 to uh, 
16 or whatever it was these the, those years where it led up to his MVP season or caliber season and um and uh you know I think he can get I think he can get back there. I think he could definitely get back to you know becoming that quarterback that we saw that year. Just have to give some time especially now that we got him this uh, Tory Brown we get to see if he can you know regroup himself. And we got, I think, was it Trent Brown? I forgot who it was. Um, I don't know. We got somebody that we got that left tackle from uh, from the Patriots, and um, and I think here's one thing that I heard. One thing I've heard about players coming from the Patriots is that they do really good in that system, but once they come out of that team, they ended up doing they end up not doing as good as well as they did in 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 um, in fought in with the Patriots. And um, and I'm wor- I'm a little worried about that. But if you see this guy, uh, the tackle, I think Trent Brown. I'm not sure what his name is. He's huge though. He's 380 pounds. I think like I don't know. I think like I heard like six six or something like that. I'm not sure what it is. And um, he's big. He's really big. And he's I guess he's the highest paid tackle in NFL history. And you know, if he can tr- if he can bring over the 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 play that we that we saw in the well what he developed in you know in, with the Patriots, I think it could it could be good. It could be it be, it could be good. He just we just have to make sure that you know um, I don't know we we make it work somehow. I don't know how we will make it work because. I'm worried about that. I'm worried about, you know, what people have been saying about in terms of players aren't as good once they leave the Patriots. But, you know, he's huge. I don't I don't have any background on him whatsoever other than that. Um I heard he was like a 6th round pick or a 6th round pick or something like that, but he got he he went in because the Patriots tackle drafted in the first round was uh got injured and he did really good. Um you know, I hope, you know, I think he had a good, I think he had above average grading with PFF. So I hope he can bring that above grade with the Raiders. And, you know, oh man, I just hope, I just hope that they bring that. Anyways, he, he did get that grade with PFF and I trust PFF. So he just has to continue improving, you know, that's something I believe in and continue, continue improving in whatever you do. And I hope he can do that. I hope he does that. And so we got Brown, we got the tackle. Um, we got who was it? That something Williams um, from the Chargers, the wide receiver, six foot five or something like that. Um, I think that uh, what's his name? What's his freaking name? I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, Williams. Uh, Tyrell Williams. We got Tyrell Williams, who's a, from what I heard, he's a tall, deep threat, and which I, I heard, and he had above average grade on from PFF too. And I've heard that he's a good player. I heard he was one of the top players on the one top, one of the top wide receiver uh, free agents on the market this year. So I'm glad we got him right away. I knew he was a good pickup, a really good pickup. And then we also got that safety. Um, we also got that safety from uh from the Rams um and uh Jamarcus Joyner and we got him for a good deal. We got him for uh what did we get him for? I I think it's like four I think it's like four point four million or something like that a year for a four year deal. But he has a lot of uh, incentive, meaning you know he he can he can make a lot more money if he plays really good. I think it's a really good fit because not 2018, but 2017 he graded 90.2 percent or something like that, so 90 point something in, in the PFF grade, and that's really good. He's a little small. He's 5'8", smaller than Carl jo- Carl, Carl Joseph. Carl Joseph is 5'10", um, and we also uh, signed. I think something Harris, another safety that played for us last year, played for the Raiders last year, and he did pretty good. He was above average as well, um, but um, you know, we got three. So we got three safeties. Um, 
Carl Joseph did pretty good. Uh, that other safety, something Harris did pretty good. Um, but Jamarcus Joyner did not do. Got like a seventy-three point something. I think it was seventy-three something. I'm not sure what it was, but his grade was average. And but you know what? He can. He. I feel like once you do really good and once he's in, I feel like there's there's definitely chances of you duplicating that type of perform uh, performance. So. Um, uh, you know, I think it's a good pickup for the price that we got him. It's a good pickup. You know, give him a chance. Try to see if he can be that player that he was in 2017. I think it's a good pickup. And then so, I think I think the things are looking really good for the Raiders right now. We got we we signed Harris, the safety, who was pretty good. He's like five. I think he's like six foot or something like that. He's a little bit taller than Carl Joseph and and Joiner, um, which I think is a good thing. Um, Carl Joseph um, had a breakout season last year. He did really good. Three, I think, two of those safeties can do can do really good. If not, at least one of them is going to become pretty good. I think maybe Carl Joseph is going to be one to watch out for because he came into the first season uh, with the Raiders. I forgot what year, 2016-15. I'm not sure which year. Um, he came he came in and he uh, you know he had like a nagging injury. Um, he injured himself in the season right before with, um, with West Virginia and, you know, he's starting to get into a stride, I think. And so we got those, we got, I think the safety position is looking a lot better than it was last year. We only had last year, I think the year before last year, I'm not sure what year it was, the year that we had Carl Joseph and Reggie, uh, I think Reggie Nelson, I think it wasn't as good because Reggie Nelson is just was old, even though he was pretty good, you know, for a couple of years before he came to the Raiders. Um, he's just a little bit too old. Um, and, you know, not that you can't do it in an old age, you know, Tom Brady's freaking however old he is and he's freaking still doing it. But in a, in a position like safety, you have to be able to run fast, hit, and do all that stuff. And so now that we're getting younger for sure and we're adding I think quality players, you know, or potential quality players, I think it's a lot better. And I feel a lot better now about having those two signings at safety. And now we have Carl Joseph, who had his had a, a good year after having this, having him out the whole first year of his rookie season. He came out uh, this second year, and he did really, I think he, he did pretty good. I think he graded above average as well with PFF. And... So there's an there's I think he has one spot a starter spot down Carl Joseph which I'm very happy for. He actually he actually liked one of my comments when um we drafted him. I think I like I think I put commented on Insta on his Instagram and said like uh happy for you big dog and he actually liked it. Um him and his girlfriend I think at the time liked it cuz I saw two people and I think it was gr the girl that he was always with at the time whoever she might have been she might have been and I was like, that's pretty cool. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, we got Carl Joseph, uh, Harris, something Harris in the safety, and Joyner, Jamarcus Joyner, I think his name is. Carl Joseph in the safety, or in the corner spot. We have Nick Nelson in the slot position. He looks like a pretty good, he looked like a pretty good uh, corner to me. I think he graded average, I think it was. Um, I guess we'll just... I, for me, I would want to wait and see to judge him, see how his second year, you know, how he's trending in his second year. And then um, I think we had some good play from the one-year signings that we had last year. I'm not sure if we're going to sign him again, but, you know, I would say maybe we sign, we draft somebody in, in the draft if it's the right, you know, if it's, you know, right for, um, if it's in the right spot, you know, if the pick, if they land to us, you know, basically, if, you know, we don't want to reach too far for a cornerback just because it's a cornerback position, you know, I don't know, for like, let's say the 24th pick, I don't want to reach, you know, a player that's ranked 50th in the draft, you know, or 50, you know, I don't want to reach that far, you know, I want to keep it relatively um, close in terms of rank and then um, draft, actually drafting them and, you know, in the in the um, overall pick, so um, we can get that. I don't know. I just think, I just think in the 
I just think in the draft, we just have to hit on our players, you know, in, in whatever position. I think I think in the, with the number fourth pick overall, we should get edge. You know, we should definitely get edge. We ha- If Josh Allen or Joey Bosa fall to us, you know, I'm not very sure about Rashad Gary, I think his name is, the guy out of Michigan. Um, you know, I'm not very... Um, I'm not sure about him. They say so much, but you know he has so much potential. But I don't know. You know, once you don't, when you don't have that production, but you are explosive. I don't know. I'm kind of scared of that type of stuff. You know, it's like I want to see them do it instead of be like, oh, he could do it. No, I want to see him do it. You know. So I'm hoping, I'm praying that we, Josh Allen or Nick Boza fall to us. You know, I'm not sure about getting. You know, what's his name, Devin Bush or the guy at LSU linebacker. Let me pull this stuff up. Let's see. Um, okay. Let's see. NFL. Big board. There we go. Um, NFLBigBoard.com. Yeah, so I'm not sure what the, the, the linebacker. I've seen him, you know, in mock drafts going to, going to him. Or us grabbing him, um, I'm not sure about gra- grabbing that linebacker. What's his name? Devin Bush. I'm not sure about Devin Bush. I'm not sure about Rashad uh, Rashawn Gary. Uh, they, they on NFL's big board, um, NFLBigBoard.com. They ranked him fifth, but they put him as D tackle. I'm not sure about him putting him at edge. Um, I want Josh Allen or Nick Bosa. Um, I really think we we can get edge here. Monte Sweat. I heard Monte Sweat. Like, what is he like? What is he? Six, twenty six. What is that supposed to mean? Twenty six inches. Um, I'm not sure. At number four, I'm thinking we grab Josh Allen or Nick Boza. Um, Devin Bush is ranked six on the big board. Um, Jonah Williams uh, is ranked tenth. You know, I think we we're gonna need a guard. Uh, Jonah Williams, maybe we, we draft Jonah Williams. You know, maybe we solidify that, that line because we got center Rodney Hudson. We got Gabe Jackson at right guard. We, we're going to probably put um, Colton Miller at right tackle since we got uh, the left tackle from, from the Pats. Um, I don't know, right here, you know, Quinton Williams, number one, has Nick Boza, Edge, two, Josh Allen, three, Ed Oliver, four, Rashad. Uh, Rashawn Gary five, Devin Bush six. Uh, I'm not liking it. Monte Sweat eight. I heard Monte Sweat was a little bit undersized. You know that's why I'm kind of hesitant about him. And he was ranked a lot further down uh, in the draft by a lot of people or as a prospect earlier in the in the um, in the year. Um, even after the um, even after the the season the college football season ended. Um, you know, I don't know. It's feeling this four spot is feeling so like I'm feeling like we're not gonna get Nick Bosa or Josh Allen. I'm really feeling it. But you know, maybe freaking Cardinals, you know, trade with uh, I don't know, with the Giants and get you know, the Giants get number one. Um, uh, they get Kyler. What's a yeah, Kyler Murray. You know the Giants get Kyler Murray, or, and then or maybe and or maybe the um, the Jets trade. You know, and they get more um, draft picks. I heard, you know, they're not going to have a lot of draft picks because I think they traded like three second rounds, the next three second rounds to to somebody for something. I'm not sure what it was, but um, I don't know. I'm just hoping these guys drop. You know, because. Um, I want Josh Allen. I want this edge position, you know. I really want this edge position. And I think, you know, with the 24th pick and the 27th pick and the 35th, 36th pick, we'll be able to get whatever we get there. It's going to be fine, you know. Um, I'm thinking with the 24th pick, we can get we can get a, a Cody Ford. You know, Cody Ford is ranked 24th on the NFL big board. You know, meaning that the NFL big board, they, you know, they check most of the sites in terms of mock draft and all that stuff. And, uh, they see, you know, they have, um, 
they have like they check all the stuff they check all the prospects and all of that you know in terms of the sites and how what people have ranked what and they i think they basically average it out you know and that's how they do it and i think that's the best way to do it you know you get what everybody sees and put put the average for every player you know i think that's a great way to do it i think that's a really good way to do it and um so Cody Ford ranked 24th I think you know if we get like an if we get an edge at four, and then we get um, the rest, we'll be able to just fill in some holes with some quality starters. You know, um, Cody Ford is ranked twenty fourth. We have the twenty fourth pick. Grab a guard. You know, if we can get Josh, if, let's just say we get Josh Allen, Nick Bosa, number four. One of those two. We get one of those two guys, and then boom, we got edge rush. Thank God if we if we can get that, if we can get that, I would if if when draft day comes and that happens. I'm going to fucking just fall and just, you know, and be like, it fucking happened. So we can get Cody Ford, 24. We can even get DeAndre Baker, uh, who's ranked number 22nd. Okay, so let's say we get fourth, we get Josh Allen or Nick, or Nick Bosa, either one. And then 24th, so we have Edge, which is freaking great. And then my key, uh, great scenario here, or my ideal scenario would be um, get one of those two edge rushers at number four. And then rank twenty two is um, DeAndre Baker, who's five ten, but you know he's like he. I think he had one of the best overall grades by PFF, which I trust him. So um, De- uh, DeAndre Baker ranked twenty two. Say he falls to twenty four, boom! I would grab him at twenty uh, at twenty four. So there's our second pick. We get edge, and then we get cover. NFL's a passing league. That would that would be my that would be my start. Um, for the first two picks, number twenty-seven, I would if if uh, if Cody Ford fell to twenty-seven, which he's ranked twenty-fourth, want to be a big fall, grab him. Because from what I hear, you want. I've been hearing people say, you know, get one side of the ball and you know, sure it up. I guess you know, make you know, we're getting all these picks on offense. Sure up the offense, you know, sure up one side and then go to the next side. Which I could see that I can totally see that you know I can totally see that as being a good strategy, but you know the way I would do it right now, you know I would go get the edge number fourth overall, and then get DeAndre Baker twenty fourth. Get twenty seventh. I would go um, Cody Ford. If you can get Cody Ford uh, at twenty seventh. That would be defense with the first two picks, and then offense would show up the whole. The whole would have, I think, quality, quality starters, um, on the whole line. Uh, that guy, that guy, uh, the tackle from from uh, Foxborough, left tackle Cody Ford, ranked twenty fourth overall by NFL Big Board. Rodney Hudson, one of the best centers in the league. Gabe Jackson, quality starter. Colton Miller, right tackle. Didn't do great first season, but it was his first season. And that looks like a that looks like a pretty good line right there. That looks like a decent line. We're protecting Derek Carr. We have a receiver. We have Antonio Brown. We have Tyrell Williams. Jared Cook is probably not coming back. He's asking for too much money. Um, and then with the number 36th pick overall, I would probably go... Either running back or linebacker, maybe even tight end because I heard it's a, it's a deep tight end class. Noah Fan, I'm not sure if Noah Fan's gonna fall fall that far. Um, I heard he had some, I guess, off the field issues in terms of clashing with his coaches. Um, I don't think there's any way that uh, what's his name, his his uh, the tight end. T.J. Hawkinson. I don't think there's any way. He's ranked uh, T.J. Hawkinson. Um, T.J. Hawkinson is ranked... What is T.J. Hawkinson? He's ranked 14th. I don't think he's going to fall that far. So we get edge, corner, and then we get um, guard. And then we get... uh, I would say maybe... If he fell this far, I would be happy, but I'm not sure if he will. Josh Jacobs from Alabama is ranked 21st, but running back is a less valued um, 
position in the NFL. Um, it just is, you know, because it, the running back position doesn't get doesn't have a long life uh, span. You know, running backs get hit a lot. You know, they get injured, and you know a lot of teams don't draft high on running backs. Um, so. You know, um, so hopefully he falls to the second round. I heard people compare him to Kareem Hunt, and Kareem Hunt I think is a really good back. Even though I didn't see, haven't seen him play that much, I hear a lot of talk about him, and he he looks like a like a tall but yet thick back, so he can run. I feel like he has long strides, so he can he has high top end speed, but can also hit you. He's not skinny like and fast like like Reggie Bush was um even though um even though I like Reggie Bush a lot because USC was my team for those years that he played with Matt Leinart and what seasons they had over there and what a freaking game it was against Texas even though we lost um you know Josh uh Josh Jacobs looks like a good player you know <laughs> From what I and you know what I haven't even done a lot of research on him, but I hear him compared to Alvin Kamara, and Alvin Kamara I feel like he's a really good player. And I finally saw Josh Jacobs in in a in a video, and he does look like a pretty tall player. You know, even though he didn't play the full season, he he went into substitute for his uh for the starting running back in Alabama. Um. Okay, so let's see how many first. Let's see how many running backs are taken in the first round of the 2017 NFL, uh, NFL draft. So number fourth overall, uh, Leonard Fournette. There's one. Um, Christian McCaffrey should take, take an eighth uh, um, by Carolina. So there's two already. It's not looking good. It doesn't look like they're falling too far. Um, and that's it for the first round. And then the next running back to get to get picked up is uh, Dalvin Cook from Minnesota in the 2017 season. Let's see the 2018 season. NFL draft. So let's see how many running backs get taken got taken in the um, in the 2018 draft in the first round. Okay, so so Saquon Barkley did get picked uh, took in number uh, number two, but he was he got took in because. Um, he was ranked as the best player in the draft. So, um, so you want to take players by how good they are. And then not another running back is took in until, uh, until 27. But then another one at 31. And then another one at 35. Then another one at 38. So, there's that. Let's see the 2016 season. Let's just go a little bit farther here. 2016... NFL draft. Um, yeah, one more. Let's let's do one more real quick. So running back, damn, Zeke Elliott took in fourth overall. Running backs, but Zeke Elliott was also a highly ranked player coming out of college too. So it's easy easy to understand that. Um. Okay. So we got um. That's it. Only one running back in the first round there. And then not another. The second running back, Jarek Henry, was taking 45th overall from ten, by Tennessee. He did pretty good, I think. Yeah, he's doing pretty good over, over there in Tennessee. Um, You know, that's how I'm hoping things shake out. If I were to take that, you know, sharp one side of the line, you know, type of, type of, uh, strategy and especially now that we have Antonio Brown and you know maybe John Gruden does want to see how good Derek Carr could be maybe we do just go all offense and you know with these first few with a, you know the first round sure up the offensive side of the ball in that case I would go maybe maybe I would see Jonah I was, the only thing I could say here is maybe Jonah Williams but he's t ranked 10th overall right here um, um, 
that's the only thing. It's, it's a big defensive class this year. But you know what? I would say we go... Um, let's say we still take that strategy. You know, we take that... If I was a GM and we're taking the strategy of make we sure up the offense, you know, to, you know, to support our quarterback, whether it's Derek Carr or someone else going into um, the, the following seasons, you know, whatever it is. We still want to take that strategy, but there's no one worth taking. And either Nick Bolsa or Josh Allen drops to us and edges... Of is of course a huge uh, is a huge um, you know is a important position in the NFL. So we take Josh Allen or Nick Bosa. We're just gonna say we t- uh, Allen falls to us, which I'll be fucking ecstatic about. Um, we get Josh Allen. So twenty seventh overall or twenty fourth overall with the twenty fourth overall pick. Um, I would I would hope. If it was me, I would hope that, you know, Titan isn't as an important... I don't... It's, here's a question. What's the more important position, Titan or running back? I don't know, but if we can get TJ Hawkinson to fall to 24, bam, I would I would take him. TJ Hawkinson. Um, if he fell, probably not going to fall that far, maybe. Maybe, I'm not sure. But T, I would take TJ Hawkinson. That's a a great scenario right there that would be a I guess you could say almost ideal scenario um TJ Hawkinson maybe not gonna happen though but okay let's say that doesn't happen next thing I would do I would take the next best player available which would be um is Noah Fant where's Noah Fant um Noah Fant ranked 26th okay so in this case, Josh Jacobs is ranked 21st, the next best player I would see uh, available um, on offense. DJ Metcalf is a freaking, is like, he reminds me of Calvin Johnson, but I don't imagine be DJ Metcalf, DK Metcalf being available at 24. So we're just going to say that DeAndre Baker is available at 24. I would take the, uh, Joshua Joshua Jacobs. Did I say something else? Joshua Jacobs. Joshua Jacobs drafted by the Raiders at 24. 27, I would have us take... Um, 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 okay, it's between Cody Ford or Noah Fant. What do you, what do you guys think? Um, for myself, I would say maybe protect Derek Carr and our future quarterback if it's not Derek Carr. Um, maybe we go, but already have so, we already have like a, I feel like a decent line. Okay, so we go either Cody Ford or Noah Fant. I'm kind of leaning towards Noah Fant so we can have more weapons. And I feel like guard is one of, you know, I feel like at, at left guard, you can get help from your center. So you can kind of double teams, you, you know, you know, defenses are rushing four guys a lot of the time. So we can just kind of get help there, you know, from our center. If, you know, the guard who's next in line isn't that great. So let's just go Noah Fant. I'm going Noah Fant. Josh Jacobs, Noah Fant. So we got Derek Carr. We got Rodney Hudson. uh, And then we got Gabe Jackson. We're going to have a backup guard if, you know, if if the Raiders would draft Noah Fant in that position. Um, In that situation... And then um, would have that left tackle out of uh, out of New England, and then Cole Miller, our right tackle. We'd have Antonio Brown, Tyrell Williams. I mean, that looks like a good that looks like a good offense. So, uh, per, you know, so far, um, but we still have the twenty sixth pick. So at the twenty sixth pick, maybe. Cody Ford, Cody Ford drops that far, but let's just say not because that's a drop, far drop. Um, Garrett Brad, uh, Garrett Bradbury, offensive center. It looks like center here. Maybe we can move him to guard. You know, move him to guard. So that's a full offensive line right there. If we drafted Garrett Bradbury at uh, at um, at number thirty six. 
that would be a full offensive line of starters. I think quality starters. Colin Miller, I have to see how good Colin Miller does because Colin Miller is athletic, but he also seems a little weak from the waist from the waist down. Uh, just in terms, he has sm- I feel like he has smaller legs. He doesn't seem as strong. But, you know, um, you know, I don't know. I have to see until his second year and how he's trending. But hopefully he does he does pretty good, at least average, you know. And so that would be a full starting off. That's a quality line right there. If we can, if we can get Garrett uh, Bradbury at twenty at uh, thirty six, we'd have that full offensive line of quality starters. We'd have Noah Fant tight end who looks like a good catching tight end. Then we'd have Antonio Brown, the great. We'd have Tyrell Williams, tall downfield downfield threat. Derek Carr, Manning, the whole thing. Josh Jacobs. Then we need a slot receiver, which I think could probably get somewhere. Or if not, we still we would still have uh, what's that guy's name? Um, what's that dude's name? Uh, Seth Roberts. He had some drops, but he's a little scrappy. That's a good. That is a good um, offense. I think that's a pretty good offense. Um, and then we would have the fourth round pick who I don't know who would get there. You know, I'm not even, I'm not sure what players are there. I haven't looked that far. Um, and then, you know, we would have to wait till the next season, uh, to draft any other defensive players. You know, we'd have two first round picks next year though. We could draft a corner and a linebacker hopefully you know hopefully it'd be those would be the positions of need if you know nobody steps up and things stay the same in those positions you know because I think we have Markel Lee right now and Tahir Whitehead at linebacker I think and the cornerbacks that played last year and I think some of them did pretty good they're all on one year deals let's say they don't sign back who's our starting corners Nick Nelson and Garon Conley, who I think Garon Conley I think is uh, pretty good, uh, but Nick Nelson's only a second year starter. I'm not sure. I kind of I I understand that a whole you know build one side of the line, especially having you know Derek Carr and seeing you know how he does. I understand that, but I also I also like being balanced. You know, I like being balanced and. I feel like we have so much on offense already. You know, Rodney Hudson, I think one of the best centers in the league. Gabe Jackson, a quality starter. Colin Miller drafted in the first round, even though he didn't do great last year. We drafted him in the first round. We invested a first-round pick in the offensive side of the ball. We drafted, or we, we signed that tackle. I believe in Derek Carr. I think he could do good, but we do have to see how, how he's doing. Um, we have Antonio Brown. We have Tyrell Williams. You know, we have some quality stars on offense, and I do like thing, keep, keeping things balanced. And so, you know, we can't score all, you know, we're not going to score every, you know, every drive. We're going to have to, you know, I like being balanced, you know. I kind of see, I, I also understand, I've kind of thought this before, in that you just have to outscore the other opponent. That's how you win in the NFL in most sports, in all sports, is you outscore the other opponent. It's just how you win. You can't defend out defend the other side of the ball. You know, you can't uh you can't play better defense the other side of the ball and win. You know. I mean I know you can you can you can score on defense, but it doesn't happen too much. You know, it doesn't happen too much. And there's some offenses you just can't stop. Like the Patriots, you know, it's like you the Rams had a good defense, but the Patriots were on you know you just have to score one more than the other side of the ball. Have one more point and you win. So I do see that side of it, but I do like being balanced. I don't know; it's hard. I would ha- I, if it was up to me. I would have to go number four, Josh Allen. Let's just say he fell. Okay, just work with me here. Just say he fell 
to number four, Josh Allen, Ed Rusher. I think he's going to get some good pressure. I would love it if we got Josh Allen. Court, pressuring quarterbacks, Matt Mahomes on his freaking back. Uh, um, uh, Matt Mahomes, I should say, on his back. Uh, uh, what's his name? The the Chargers quarterback on his back. Whoever the Broncos are using at quarterback on his on his back. I would love it. Josh Allen, edge. Yes, we got him. <laughs> that would be awesome. And then 24th overall, I think we can get DeAndre Baker. You know, I, I've heard this I heard this from PFF saying that coverage might be more important than, you know, than having pressure on the quarterback. You know, st- statistically speaking, having better cornerbacks might be better than having red edges. If I'm wrong, if somebody at PFF or you know somebody at PFF or you know about PFF, if I'm wrong, feel free to correct me because I want to know. But I thought I heard, I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere because I see PFF's videos and I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere from the guys that uh, that make the videos there. I heard that. I know I heard that. Um, so we get edge, we get corner. That would be my ideal situation. In those first two picks, 27th. Um, I don't want to. I wouldn't go guard. Um, 27th. Uh, the linebacker position has been a need for the Raiders. If you follow the Raiders for such a long time now. And I, and I, I would want to go. Um, I don't. Devin Bush jumped up from like thirty fourth to twentieth. How crazy is that? I don't know. Either I would get Devin Bush or I would get uh, Mac Mac Wilson. Man, they traded places basically. I feel like Mac Wilson might be a better player. You know, I know from what I hear, Devin Bush hits like a beast, and if you see him play, he looks like someone that's gonna hurt you. He's gonna hurt you, and uh, I, his hits just—I feel like I saw one hit, one hit of his on a quarterback, and man, it's like, it's like you know somebody with a heavy hand that can just smack you. That's it just comes in with speed and power, and it stings. Oh, that kind of hit. He's ranked twentieth now. I feel like I don't know from what I've seen and heard. Mac, I feel like Mac Wilson is a better player. I I would go Mac Wilson here probably, or maybe maybe Devin Bush. I don't know. But we get one. We get one of those two. Uh, we get one of those two linebackers, and then twenty sixth overall. I would go. Um, so our offense, or our defense, has dramatically improved. Our defense, at every level. Because we got we drafted every position. Uh, I feel like that would be so good for the Raiders. Get that defense up because it was one of the worst I think last year. And then so twenty six next um uh twenty six I would maybe see if there's a running back. Um if not, uh Irvin Smith is ranked fortieth tight end. Um let's see here. Okay, so there is Irvin Smith tight end. That's the only player I see. Besides Josh Jacobs. Okay. Let's just say, you know, these these are just my wish this is me just wishful thinking. A twenty one ranked player, but running back, drops the second round. And we also get Josh Jacobs. Man, what a team that's gonna be, right? What a freaking team that's going to be. Um, that's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, so we got Josh Allen, DeAndre Baker, Mac Wilson or Devin Bush. Let's just say Mac Wilson. Mac, Wil- Mac Wilson. Defense has just upgraded. And then we get... And then we get Joshua Jacobs running back. Man, we are upgraded Holy cow. Antonio Brown. Derek Carr. Even though we don't know how good Derek Carr is. I think he's going to do good. I hope he's going to do good. That O-line. Tyrell Williams. Man, that's going to be that's gonna be such a good... That's going to be such an upgrade team. I'm not going to say it's going to be great because we still need a tight end. But we have two picks next year. and we're, There's going to be a, a tight end available at the end of the round and 
from what I I think tight end is an important position, but it's not. I think tight end might even be less important than running back. You know, um, because tight ends can't get open as easy as wide receivers. I know they're. I know they're red zone threats, you know, and you want to throw it up to them in the red zone, but you can also run in the red zone, you know. Um, either way, either way, you know, if we got that lineup right there, if we got Josh Allen, uh, DeAndre Baker, Mac Wilson, and then Josh Jacobs, man. And then next year we got two more first-round draft picks. We get a, a good tight end next year. And then, I don't know, what do we get next year? We get, uh, um, let's say, I don't know, let's see. We Let's say that, um, no, all our safeties do good next year. And we just have a good safety core. And then Tyre Whitehead does pretty good, but we can upgrade because there's an upgrade, a better player. We get a, a better linebacker. And our, I, feel, I think our whole team is set in, our whole team, our whole, oh no, or we get guard. Or we get guard next year. Okay, no. Let's say let's say we get a uh, linebacker and tight end first round of next year. That is our full defense is good at every position. Quality. I'm th- I'm saying quality players. Um, and then the second round of next year we get guard for that guard position that's missing. We don't get we don't go guard this year in my in my draft, but. Or my perspective, but next year in the second round we have a, maybe a mid rounder, and we go guard, and he's a decent guard. I think we get we got Gabe Jackson in the third round of I think the twenty fourteen season, right or draft, and so we get guard next year, second round. That is the full like if you get if you're drafting in the second round, I feel like those are still decent players. We have a decent, and we get a we draft a decent guard. That's per. I think that be that be the whole team set. That would be Josh Allen one side of uh one side at the end. We'd have PJ Hall, um, defensive tackle. As long as he uh improves, you know, as long as he improves and progresses, progresses, progresses. Yeah, progresses. We got um, we got uh, who is that uh. We got Mo- Maurice Hurst, who I think is going to be really good. He graded above average by PFF. Uh, interior pass. He's a he's a legit interior pass rusher who I think could be really good. Um, we got Maurice Hurst, Mo Hurst. He's going to be really good. Uh, then we got Arden Key, the other side of the line. As long as he continues to progress, he that would be a solid line right there. I know these they need to continue to progress, but it can happen. PJ Hurst, our PJ Hurst and Arden Key are not as good as Maurice Hurst. Maurice Hurst was ranked as the third best overall prospect by PFF coming out of the 2017 college, coming out of 2017 college football. Was it 2018? No, yeah, 2018. Yeah, coming out of tw- the 2018 season, and I pr- I think he's gonna be really good. But PJ Hall and Arden Key, if we can get those two guys, who Arden Key was, did if he would have came out a year before a year before he did, he would have been a top ten top ten pick. If we can get him back there, that's free, that's great, that's freaking really good, right? And PJ Hall was a, came from a small school, but if you see him, he he's like he's like a Tasmanian dev, a Tasmanian devil. I've compared him to. I've heard other people compare him to, as well, and. Uh, if you see him, he's he's quick. He has a burst. He's thick, strong. You can see it. You can see he's strong. Uh, if we can get that's that's a, I think that's quality line. Plus we got we got Big Jelly, who's a a, a legit nose tackle. Um, so we got I think our D line is good. It's gonna be definitely good enough. Um, and then if we draft Mac Wilson this year and Matt, another linebacker next year in the first round, hopefully we get two quality starters in the first round. I mean, it's the first round. We should be able to get quality starters. In my eyes, this is what I'm seeing. In the ideal situation, my ideal situation, um, quality starters on 
on on uh, in the in the linebacker uh, in our for our linebackers. Then we got our safeties. Uh, let's say Carl Joseph and um, let's say Carl Joseph and Joiner are become are a good duo because I think Carl Joseph will become a good player and Joiner. We'll see what happens to him. Maybe he just had that one fluke season and you know he doesn't have another one. And but you know Harris has a good season. I think two of those guys can become good players. Um, so let's say two of those guys do become good players, which I think could happen. If not, maybe we we get a different we you know we pay a different get one in free agency. I'm not sure, but I think two. Of, I think we'll be set because we got three guys that look like they can be pretty good, and then we have at, at corner Carl Joseph, uh, Nick Nelson in the, in the slot, and then we draft Deion, if we draft DeAndre Baker. I think DeAndre Baker is he was graded one of the, I think top two, maybe number one. No, I think number two by PFF by at the end of the season. I think. Um, uh, who was it? Yeah, Byron Byron Murphy was uh, Byron Murphy was ranked number uh, ranked number one by PFF in terms of grade, um, but he's a little bit smaller, I think, um, in terms of his his height. I think, I think it's his body type that's what pe- why they people have him ranked smaller, and why Gre- the reason Greedy Williams is ranked so high is just because his body type. He l- just because he looks like a, a cornerback, and I under- I can understand that because. You know, you know size and length, and you know it's it's a it's a big deal. I mean, it's not everything, but it's a big deal. Um, and I think that's why he's uh, Greedy Williams is ranked before Byron Murphy, um, even though PFF graded him higher. Um, but if we can get DeAndre Baker, you know he's five ten, but I think if you can be that good in college, you can you can translate it to the NFL for sure. You have to work, but you can do it. Um, so that is a, that is, that is a good defense. Quality starters at every position. Nick Nelson, he has to come along. I'm not sure if Nick Nelson will come along, but hopefully he does. And then on the offensive side of the ball, we got, uh, I think we got another good, we got a, a, right, we got good players there. Rodney Hudson, Gabe Jackson, Colton Miller, uh, the tackle out of out of uh, out of New England, Antonio Brown, Tyree, uh, Tyrell Williams. Um, we will need to fill the slot position. We will need. Uh, let's say we draft a tight end next year. Um, we get Josh Jacobs this year in the draft. We just fill up. We just fill in that slot position with somebody decent. And if Derek Carr can put it together next year, which I think he. He's shown he could. What a team. Maybe not maybe not next year, maybe not even the year after that, but maybe three years down the line. Super Bowl. I'm thinking maybe super yeah, Super Bowl. Win it. Like win it. If not next I don't think next year we'll I think maybe next year we'll come close to the playoffs. I'm not sure if we'll get to the playoffs. But the year after that I think maybe compete in the playoffs. If if as long as people don't get hurt, as long as, you know, <coughs> as long as people progress, that's what I'm thinking. And the third year maybe maybe Super Bowl contenders. I mean, I can't see that far into the future, but you know, I'm thinking I'm thinking the Raiders are going in the right direction, that's for sure. I know people have said Antonio Brown can be a distraction, but he but he's got paid. He's not angry no more. <laughs> he's not mad at the Steelers anymore. He's happy at the he's happy at the Raiders. He's happy. We made him happy. He got what he wanted. He's going to want to he's going to play. He's going to I think you know, one thing that Gruden said and people say is that Antonio is one of the hardest working players in the league. Maybe the the hardest working player in the league. As, and he's happy now. As long as he puts the work in, which he's known for. And as long as, you know, I think he's not going to cause any distractions. He's happy now. He's going to be a good player. Derek Carr. And I think him with Derek Carr, he's, <coughs> I think he's a lot better fit than Amari Cooper. 
was because Antonio Brown is just more aggressive. He's he can uh he'll go in your face. He'll he's a guy that will go in your face and catch the ball. And Amari Cooper, I feel like, was kind of the guy that wanted to go around you and catch the ball. You know? I really felt like Amari, even though Amari Cooper is a good receiver, because I played receiver in high school, not to brag, but I was a captain of the receivers. Um, one thing that you do have to do, in, in, as a receiver, you have to get open. Quarterbacks don't like to throw at slow receivers because the guy, you're going to get picked off. You're, you know, we, we you know, the cornerback sees where you're going to throw the ball because your your wider your receiver is right in front of him. Pick six, if not, just pick. And uh, a big so a big part of that is you know the receiver being able to separate from the from the cornerback so your quarterback feels comfortable throwing it to you. And Mari Cooper could do that, but he was not. But we couldn't target him too many times in one game because once once the once the defense started putting more pressure on him, he would it would be he would kind of get lost in that coverage. You know, what could you do? You know, he's not that type of receiver to kind of battle for the ball and out muscle you. And when Antonio Brown, I feel like is more of that than Mamari Cooper was. So, you know. That's my take on the draft. Where I am with the uh, with uh, where I am with um, with moving out of my parents' house, and hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll be back with more vlogs, so I will see you guys soon. Take care.